Welcome to the perfume room. My scent of the day today is Eccentric Molecules, Eccentric O2. And I have to say, I am a new fan. Eccentric Molecules got wind of the fact that I love Molecule One Plus Iris, and they sent me the rest of their fragrances to check out. So I have now tried and worn every single scent in the Eccentric Molecules line, and O2 is very noteworthy. I mean, to me, it kind of smells like Molecule One Plus Iris. There's definitely that prominent iris note. However, I feel like it's a little bit sharper and it feels like the dry down almost feels like in comparison where Molecule One Plus Iris feels sort of powdery, almost like ricey and a little bit creamy. I would say that Eccentric O2 feels almost like more leathery, a little bit more suede-like. And I will say that I think the projection on Eccentric O2 and the longevity is a little bit better. I still love Molecule One plus Iris the most of all of the eccentric molecules fragrances just because there's something about that opening that just like touches my heart. But Eccentric O2, when I smelled both wrists side by side like an hour and a half later, yeah, O2 is a little bit stronger, I'll be honest. So some other notable fragrances from the collection, Eccentric O1, which is honestly also kind of similar to Eccentric O2 and Molecule One plus Iris. I would say the biggest differentiation is that there is a lemon note and a, I think pink pepper, I, I have to look, but I feel like there's something peppery in Eccentric 01. So it really feels like a very balanced combination of Isoe Super, Lemon, and Iris. Another one that I really enjoyed because it was like this like tart, balsamic, citrusy rose was Eccentric 04. So I'll just read you the notes that I wrote in my little journal, my little fragrance journal. I wrote Sexy Rose Piss. Rose Lemon Sprite, which I realized was actually grapefruit, and Feral Fruit Loops. Um, this one is just fun. I think there's something about it that's very sprightly and sprite-ish, honestly. But it has this, like, buoyancy to it. But then it also feels grounded in something that's, like, a little balsamic, a little bit feral, a little bit stank. And um, it's very sexy. It kind of reminds me... If like Diaz and Durga, Rose Atlantic had um, like a little, a little bit more of an edge to it um, and maybe something a little bit like mossy and or balsamic. Okay, one more fragrance I want to quickly touch on before we get to today's episode because a lot of you guys were DMing me about it was one that was also gifted to me this past week and that is Sniff's newest scent, Suganami, which was created in collaboration with Steph Shep, Kim Kardashian's BFF and personal assistant. And you know what? I enjoy it. It's an iris, myrrh, amber fragrance, very powdery, very warm, very earthy. However, I have to say my one critique, and this is something that I have found with several Sniff fragrances, is that it feels very derivative. Specifically, it reminds me so much of Christian Dior Bois d'Argent. The dry down actually reminds me of another scent, which is uh, Goutal Etoile du Nuit, because there's something about that scent that opens sort of lipsticky and powdery, but dries down almost like a lotion. And I find that this one opens very similar to Bois d'Argent. There's very similar notes as well. Look it up. Iris, myrrh, amber. And then the dry down gets like a little bit lotion-y. I don't know. Anyway... I do enjoy it. It could be coincidental. So many fragrances smell like other fragrances and it's not always plagiarism or copying. Sometimes it just happens that way. But yeah, I enjoyed it. 
Okay, enough of that. Let's get to today's guest, Haley Kiyoko, a.k.a. Lesbian Jesus, as her fans lovingly call her, is in the perfume room today. Haley does it all. She is a pop star, dancer, actress, producer, and director known for portraying powerful queer narratives in her music and music videos alike, which, of course, she directs and produces with her production company, Rich Youth. And as you probably already know, she's recently added another notch to her belt. If you guess perfume, you are correct. In the last year, she launched her gender-inclusive fragrance, Hue, and I guess first time's a charm for Haley because just months after its release, the fragrance was nominated for a prestigious Fragrance Foundation Award. In our conversation today, we talk about everything from the smells of her high school and her first crushes to what exactly constitutes an airy scent to the vision and creative process behind her fragrance, Hue, and of course, what it smells like her newly public relationship, and her highly anticipated second album, Panorama, which drops next Friday, July 29th. Mark your calendars. I've also included in the notes of this episode the link to her upcoming summer tour so that you can see Haley in a city near you. Here is Haley Kiyoko. Welcome to the Perfume Room. I'm so honored to be chatting with you today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Emma. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. It smells lovely in here. Well, you know, the first question I always ask is, what are you wearing? So, you know, what fragrance are you wearing today, Haley? You know, this is not to toot my own horn. I am wearing my own fragrance, Hue by Haley Kiyoko. Amazing. I smell fresh. I smell ready to go for the day. I always, you know, it's, I love my perfume. I I do wear it every single day and that's what I'm wearing right now. What are you wearing right now? So what's wild is I'm not wearing any fragrance right now because I have a bunch of things. Yeah. I'm going to test out a a bunch of different things later. So currently blank canvas. Keep a clean slate. Clean slate. And uh, yeah, in the, in the fragrance world, as I'm sure you know, they call that clean skin, which sounds very Hannibal Lecter, but uh, I'm, I'm currently clean skin. So. Wow. Good for you. My next question, but I feel like it's probably similar is, do you have a signature scent? Um, I mean, my signature scent is Hue by Haley Kiyoko prior to Hue. Um, I would say, I mean, I've only worn like three like perfumes in my whole life. So I feel like I have like three like chapters of my life and stages. Mm -hmm. Uh, My best friend Marla has like 45 perfumes and she'll wear it like, oh, it's two o'clock. I'm wearing this perfume or it's like six o'clock. I'm wearing this perfume. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say my signature scent is Hue right now, which is like fruity floral kind of musky uh my girlfriend says that without perfume though I tend to smell like cornflakes which I don't really know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but I think that that's like my natural scent if you like cornflakes okay because people have been wondering <laughs> that's the big question what is Haley yeah, smell like deep. we're going really deep cornflakes yeah, okay I'm giving you the goods Emma oh to cornflakes by Kellogg's um love that <laughs> love that um what were the what were the other three in the chapter prior to Hugh my very first perfume I received was green tea by Elizabeth Arden you gotta love it it was a gift I think for Christmas, it was like a sample, you know, the free samples really work because I think it was a free sample 
And then I bought that perfume over and over and over again. And then it like was becoming discontinued. So then I had to like go hunting at like TJ Maxx and like all these different stores to try to find it. I had like a sweet, I think I the the red thread is I've always had kind of like a sweetness that I've mm-hmm. always loved. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the notes were at the time because actually I should probably look them up. But at the time, you know, in sixth grade, I wasn't aware of like, oh, maybe this isn't green tea. Maybe it's a mixture of X, Y, and Z. You know? Right, right, right. Um, but that was like my scent. And that was definitely my path and journey into loving perfume and also realizing my relationship with perfume would be very strong because it uh, allowed me a lot of confidence. So take me through Young Haley. So you started at Green Tea and what what happened in between Green Tea and Hue? I would say Green Tea was pretty, I'm very loyal. I'm in Aries, which we'll discuss later, but I am very loyal. So like we're talking Green Tea from like sixth grade to maybe senior year okay. of high school. That's loyal. Okay? That's loyal. Yeah. Like that's that's committed. And then we're talking maybe after high school, um, prior to the Hugh era was Dolce & Gabbana number three. And I'm going to butcher the name. It's like Le Imperate. I, I, you know what I'm talking about. I'll let you punch that in. Yes, yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Is that how you say it? L'imperatrice. Okay, if you want to say it with like the accent, it'll be like l'imperatrice. But but you could just say l'imperatrice. That's like what I feel like I hear people say. L'imperatrice. Okay, I'll do that. Like limp pear in trees. There you go. Limp pear in trees. Oh my God, that is so helpful. Limp pear trees. Here I am for all your your fragrance translation (laughs) needs. French. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I wore that. That was like a signature scent for a while. That was like really heavy and like watermelon, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously Hue, I've been, I think we released it in 20, was it 2021, I think? Um, But it was a couple of years. So pretty much from like 2019 to now has been Hue. Wow. Okay. Well, it's really interesting hearing like green tea and limp pear in trees because I feel like Hugh is like a descendant of like, I feel like it has, it plays up like the dewy freshness of green tea, but you get, you get that juicy watermelon note. There's some nods and, and Hugh is, is taking all the things that I love and putting it into another form and another era, so to speak, and brings in that musk, you know, and that cacao. That I was was missing. Wow. It gives it, it gives it that punch, that kick that it needed. Okay. Well, before, before we get into Hugh, because I want to talk all about it. The third question that I always open with is, do you have any fragrance, hot takes or controversial opinions? What is the definition of hot takes? Controversial opinions. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like vanilla. Okay. Like I just cannot do it. Like any kind of, any kind of like vanilla and cinnamon, I just can't do it. Okay. I can't. I don't want to, I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. I I just, yeah, I can't (laughs) do it. It's just, it makes me feel nauseous. Mm -hmm. And my nose is very, my nose bridge is very small. And when I smell vanilla, 
in perfumes. Like, I like vanilla bean, like, you know, like, like an organic vanilla bean type of thing. But, mm-hmm. like, in perfume, my nose just starts hurting. And I'm sure that's pretty controversial. So we'll you know, leave it at that. It is controversial, but not as, like, I feel like I actually used to be a very similar, um, like, in a very similar mindset. I was very anti-vanilla because I had only smelled just, like, once it smelled like icing, you know? And it was just, like, it, it like, mm-hmm. it hurt me. But I have, I will say that as I've like gone down this course of loving fragrance, Mm -hmm. I have found a few vanillas that are the exception to the rule. So, you know. I will also add to this controversial moment is that I cannot stand the smell of truffle oil. I would rather jump through fire than smell truffle oil. Okay, that's that's pretty. I don't think a lot of people would agree with you on that one. So I feel, I feel like that is. <laughs> well, this actually, is the time for me to like really yeah. open up and give you some deep dark secrets for people to be upset about, right? So yeah. this is my moment. Okay, yeah. did something happen to you, or it's just been a smell you've never enjoyed? I've never enjoyed it. Like I can't be in a restaurant if there's truffle oil. Like if they sell truffle oil French fries, I am walking out of there because that means when I'm eating my meal, I'm going to be smelling my neighbor's truffle oil French fries and I'm going to want to run to the bathroom and vomit. Okay. That's how bad it is for me. So, wow. but it's controversial because my best friends, a lot of them are obsessed with truffle oil. So they just know to go out to dinner without me when they're involving truffle. They would pick truffle oil over you. Like there's nights that they say like tonight we don't invite Haley. We're going <laughs> to. I mean, I don't know if they do, but I just I'm taking the loss. OK. OK. Yeah. They have like yeah. a group chat that's just called like truffle oil. And it's like the nights they. Yeah. Truffle <laughs> oil, ladies. Yeah. I'm not a part of that group chat. Wow. OK. All right. We're learning a lot. Yeah. But I have a lot of good qualities about myself as well. So, yeah, I mean, don't worry. Listen, if that's your greatest flaw. It's my villain origin story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, okay. Before we get into Hugh, I also just want to call out the fact, you know, I did my recon, did my research. We are born in the same year. Okay. 1991. What's up? Represent. Represent. And I would love to just talk about, like, what are some of the fragrances of our generation? What, what, are you, what do you think about when you think about your middle school hallway or your high school hallway? I love this question. I feel like you're going to be able to help me answer it because I don't remember the name specifically, but it was a Victoria's Secret perfume. Mm-hmm. And it was the only perfume that everyone wore in the lockers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was called? I want to say the word escape or it was some kind of, Oh, what was it called? It was called, um, it was definitely fruity. Mm-hmm. It had definitely some vanilla in it. Mm-hmm. It was like, <sighs> I would think of love spell, but is there one? Is it? Yes. It's love that's spell. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. if it's escape, then we got to go somewhere else. But love spell was, no. that was the one. <laughs> Maybe I was just trying to escape. So the word <laughs> escape came into my mouth. Love spell by Victoria's Secret was the scent. Like, and I remember, I remember it because I did love the scent. And obviously I was very gay. And so like, normally the girls I had crushes on were Love Spell. Mm. And did you ever toy with Love Spell at any at any point? Or you were like, this is for my no. crushes? 
No, it wasn't I you. I wasn't a love spell girl. Right. It was for my crushes, okay. you know? Okay. I also have deep memories of also my crushes wearing herbal essences, shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a very specific scent. I don't remember what the the flavor I don't know what it was called but it was like a very specific herbal essences and that I all I loved that scent and that scent I think I tried to buy the shampoo but it just I didn't wear it the way they wore it you know what Mm -hmm. I mean it was just a different vibe I think there are certain people that could really carry it and like they would like take a clip down in the middle of like a class and like you would the whole room would Emma, get a- I was gonna I was gonna paint that picture I'm but sorry. I'm so glad you painted it for me yeah yeah no, it's literally the wet hair we're in the middle of math class they take the hair down they whip it around mm-hmm. and I'm sitting behind them like a psycho smelling <laughs> their hair being like wow I love being a woman and I love women wow period end of story yeah. Wow. Okay. That's so herbal essences. For you, that's right there. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Love to hear that. Thank you. And then I was the rebel wearing green tea, Elizabeth Arden. You know. Yeah. I mean, my mom wore that too. So I mean. Yeah. There's something. I've always been an old soul. <laughs> I've always <laughs> so glad me and your mom were wearing the same thing. You're also an Aries. So yes. Do you feel that green tea and or hue? And or Lamparatrice, are these Aries scents to you? And if what is an Aries scent? I definitely think Hue is an Aries scent. Um, I mean, the bottle is red, like bold red. Mm-hmm. And Aries is a fire sign. Mm-hmm. We're very, like, stubborn and bold. But we're also very sensitive and uh, reactive. And I feel like Hue has those layers of of bold strokes but it's also very like sensitive and compassionate Mm -hmm. and also like settles down um but can be reactive when when necessary you know Mm. so I feel like Hughes definitely Aries looking back I feel like green tea Elizabeth Arden was probably like I don't know like a Libra I don't think that was an Aries yeah and I think Dolce and Gambana I don't know Maybe it was a water sign. I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not a professional, but <laughs> um, I'm open to other people's interpretations and excited to to read the comments on this discussion. Okay. Well, you know, I would venture to say, well, first off, going back to the herbal essences hair, I think that's a very airy smell of like sort of like I did a I did like a video series about like each zodiac sign and the scents they wear. And what I said for Aries, which you you let me know if you agree, is if an Aries wears a fragrance and no one compliments it, did they even wear a fragrance? I mean, there you go. I mean, do you want to know why I wore green tea for almost a decade? And then therefore I'm like very if you get compliments, we keep wearing it. And okay. that's why I wear my perfume hue, and that's why I love it, and that's why I loved my perfumes prior you're so correct okay we don't get compliments what's the point of wearing the perfume okay and that was my whole childhood I never got compliments from women Mm -hmm. and I didn't like get to like ask girls out or anything because I was in the closet and so my only way of receiving compliments was smelling really really good wow green tea facilitated so much and we owe Elizabeth uh, yeah yeah Amazing to hear. And do you identify strongly as an Aries? Like, do you feel like, oh, I am an Aries, like, through and through? 
I would say so. I feel like I'm a good, I mean, I'm definitely, I feel like a good balance. I mean, I'm an Aries and then a Libra rising and then a Sagittarius moon. So mm. um, I think I'm a good, yeah, I definitely identify as an Aries. I don't think they messed that up on my behalf. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Q plays into plays into all of those because it's got the power. You know, you're going to smell it. You're going to perceive it. That's that Aries vibe coming in, right? And then, sure. then the Libra is that it's very like, you said Libra, right? Yeah. I think it's very mm-hmm. likable. I don't think it's something that's going to offend many noses, unlike truffle oil or vanilla, for example. Yeah, it's not offensive. There's nothing offensive. And then the Sagittarius is like kind of like that wild card. You know, maybe that's the the cacao yeah. note or just the the risks. Mm-hmm. So you were wow, that was poetic. I loved thank, that. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll <laughs> it's be like here. I'm getting my cards read. <laughs> Wait, but what's your sign? Because we just like totally went through my whole chart. I am a Scorpio, and you know, do you know that I? Well, most of my listeners know this, but I have a Scorpio necklace because I I get along really well with Scorpios. Most of my team, my girlfriend's a Scorpio, my best friends are Scorpios, my management Scorpios, wow. my photographer's a Scorpio. Like I have like t- I have like ten Scorpios that surround me. I mean, at all times. That's a very powerful. So welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I felt like we were we were vibing. So I'm like, yeah. okay, this checks out. We were. Interesting. Yeah. So, so for me, that would be like a Leo. Like if my life is surrounded by Leos everywhere in my life. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to Hugh. We now know that it is indeed an Aries, Libra, Sagittarius <laughs> sense. How did this come about? And I, I also think that there is like a modicum of inspiration. You know, when I see that you love green tea and you love Imperatrice, I'm like, was this in your head? How did this happen? Well... I wanted to do something in the beauty space outside of, obviously, music. And uh, perfume just immediately. I didn't even, like, think about it too hard. I was like, oh, I want to make a perfume. I've always wanted to make a perfume. Like, I grew up with, like, J-Lo and Glow. And, like, to me, like, perfume is just, like, an iconic thing. And also, too, like I said earlier, it gave me the space to feel confident in myself. It gave me validation. It gave me uh, a path to just have a conversation with someone that I thought was cute. And so I wanted to create a fragrance that empowered my fans um, and the people around me to to love themselves and to um, find that confidence because it takes time to build that confidence. And sometimes we need some aids. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times that can be perfume mm-hmm. is knowing, hey, I smell good. And even though I feel insecure or I'm nervous and I don't know who I'm going to talk to at this party, like at least when I walk by, they're going to be like, oh, you smell good. Like I literally went to a conference last week. I didn't know anyone and I wore Hue and someone just was like, oh, my gosh, what are you wearing? And then unfortunately I had to have that awkward conversation of like, oh, I'm wearing I my smell- own perfume. I uh, too by, by Haley Kiyoko. I'm Haley Kiyoko. Yeah. <laughs> And then in that, this awkward conversation, we were like, no, but really. And I'm like, no, but really. <laughs> it's available here by Haley.com. <laughs> I just have to have that whole combo. But it's a great icebreaker. And so I wanted to give that gift to my fans. And I um, worked on the perfume uh, with a perfumer, Constance George Pico of Cosmo Fragrances. She's incredible. And I basically, it was like a 
two year process and was very rigorous and would go through and obviously would tell them, I do not want vanilla. I do not want trouble oil. Um, and then we located all of, isolated all the scents that I loved. And then the process of creating a fragrance, I feel like a lot of people don't know. And I didn't know it's so complicated, but it's so incredible how you create it because you isolate the, the, the notes that you love, mm-hmm. then you combine those notes. And, and to me, I relate it to music, mm-hmm. right? So it's like when you go and write a song, you get, okay, C chord, G chord, D chord, but then the combination of those chords change the feeling and the mood. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with the notes is when you combine those notes, they change it to certain chords. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you have your layers of the fragrance. And so it was a lot of back and forth. There was one point where I loved the perfume, but there was like one thing that I, it just, it just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And it took like six months to isolate that. Mm. And then I figured out it was this berry that was, was ruining the vibe. So I got rid of the berry. And, um, and then, uh, and then obviously it became, uh, the fragrance that it is, but it was, it was a very interesting process. I loved it. Creating the bottle. I mean, it's it's a one-of-a-kind bottle and the glass and the weight. You know, I wanted to have something that was weighted and felt good in your palm. I also wanted something that you could just throw in, like, your jeans if you don't carry a purse mm-hmm. or throw it in your jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, and so creating the bottle was really exciting for me as well. And at first, I was going to do something kind of, like, neutral. And then I, like, had this dream and I saw this like red bottle and I woke up the next day and I called everyone. <laughs> I was like, is it too late? Can we change it to like matte red? Mm-hmm. And they were like, we can do it. And so obviously that's the bottle that you see. What was, how did this, so like you woke up from sleeping and you just like dreamed of a <laughs> bottle and then that's, was, was there yeah. another plan in place? And you were like, stop the production. Yeah. It was going to be like this nude color. Ah. And I stopped the production and was like, let's make it, I need it. It needs to be bold red. Like I just had this vision, Mm -hmm. but I wanted it to be matte. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so then we went through a series of trying to get that right. Mm -hmm. And I obviously love gold and I just wanted it to look sleek, but I'm so glad that we made it red because it's just such a fun color and it feels like fresh. And I really feel like the red matches the energy of the perfume and I'm a big like into like color and just like uh you know when I write music I I see color and I'm like okay this song is purple Mm -hmm. or this song is orange and so it makes sense that if I'm creating a fragrance I was like oh this fragrance is red so I was gonna ask did you have like this element of synesthesia like when you smelled it did you smell red or like if you had to put I don't know much about musical chords but like if you had to put musical chords like were you hearing certain ones when you smelled you yeah I mean I think subconsciously I was I was feeling red and I think that's why I had that that dream and had to send out mass emails and let them know that we had to change we had a pivot um which I'm so glad we did and I also you know the the packaging is like this like blush pink mm-hmm. and pink is one of my favorite colors and um I also feel like the the perfume has like a pink energy but I feel like the red there's something about the color red which is very feminine and also masculine. Mm. And, you know, this perfume is, you know, gender neutral. And um, I think that that kind of like plays into the 
the whole brand of just mm-hmm. you being for, you know, everyone. And um, but I think like the color red specifically as masculine and feminine, which all worked out. Mm. What do you think about like you were saying that this fragrance is gender neutral and there's been so much discussion in the fragrance industry about moving towards genderless fragrance. I'm saying genderless because so many different companies say, you know, gender neutral, genderless, gender full, unisex, gender inclusive, gender inclusive yeah. androgynous. Like, what do you feel about um, like, fe- do you believe that certain scents are feminine or certain scents are masculine? Like, what's your take on that? I mean, I think society has told us what's feminine and what's masculine. And I've always struggled with my femininity and my masculinity and where I sit on that spectrum. Mm -hmm. And um, creating this fragrance, that was like one of the first conversations was like, okay, who is this for? And I... um, I like playing on the fact that like something fruity and floral can be masculine. Yeah. And something musky and cacao can be feminine. Like what, why does it, why does, why are we putting boxes around other boxes, et cetera. And so um, I wanted to just kind of move the needle forward Mm -hmm. um, in this industry and, and, and lean into, um, you know, being inclusive. I love that. I mean, I think what we can all agree on here is that truffle oil is for everyone. (laughs) So, Haley, you've told us about what Hue reminds you of, the inspiration, what it smells like. What are the actual notes in Hue? Okay, so the fragrance opens with Blood Orange and Freesia um, and a special rose, Rose Craftivity. And then it transitions into the heart, which is a beautiful combination of lychee and pink magnolia. And then as the scent settles, you will pick up the base nose, which is musk, um, skin-like smelling musk, and a special cacao, which is called Cacao Blanc Craftivity in the base. And it's really cool, too, because when Hue dries, like, it's just the pheromones, it works with your skin, and so it smells differently on everyone. And what is the note that you smell most prominently when you wear it on your skin? I do feel like... The musk is pretty strong on my skin. Mm. And I would say the uh, pink magnolia is pretty strong on my skin too. When I wear it on my skin, I feel like I, I smell that like dewy watermelon freshness the most. And as I'm thinking about this, the combination, because there's something a little like fresh shampoo-like, herbal essences. Mm-hmm. Then there's something a little like soft and tea-like. We got the green tea. And then, of course, we have that sort of like that sort of like watermelon type thing that that you love in Imperatrice. And so I feel like it kind of, it, it for people listening, it's sort of like a floral, a fresh floral, dewy, shampoo-y, like musky skin scent. Would that, would you feel that that's an yeah. accurate portrayal? Yeah. I mean, I wanted it to feel like fresh. Like when you smell it, you're like, oh, that person just showered. Mm-hmm. They just like hopped out of the shower. They're on the road mm-hmm. and they're off to do something great. And it just feels exciting and new. And how did you pick, um, how did you pick which perfumer you worked with? Or did you like meet multiple perfumers? What was that process like? Um, we just clicked, you know, I, I met Constance and um, she understood the vision and um, had so much passion for my fans and my music. And so it was a pretty simple process, honestly, moving forward with her and with Cosmo. And um, yeah, I was really grateful. It was it was such a positive experience. And 
hopefully I can continue to expand hue and have different colored bottles Ooh, and you know I love that have the whole a whole thing that's so know? cool yeah was the person who asked you what you were wearing last week when you said that you were wearing Hue by Haley Kyoko available at Hue Hue by Haley um, Was it Kamala Harris? <laughs> because we need to talk about how you performed at Kamala's house last week. You know, it wasn't Kamala. It was it was another very important person what? in the world, but wow. not it was Kamala, Joe Biden, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, no one commented on my scent, but there were more important things to discuss, you know? <laughs> one would say we have more important things to focus on. Um, but that would be a funny conversation if you were like, oh, yeah, come on, wearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gosh. Um, no, it was a really quite, I performed at their first Pride event ever, hosted at the vice president's residency. I mean, residency, residence, and... Uh, it was so crazy because I got a call like three days before. I also didn't know it was like the first Pride events. I was the only performer. Like <laughs> the nerves just kept like stacking on and on and on. Um, but it was cool. I got to bring my my parents. So and cool. That was a huge honor. And um, yeah, it was <laughs> it was a whirlwind for sure. And and did you wear Hue by Haley Kiyoko? I absolutely did. <laughs> you you bet I did. <laughs> I brought Hugh by Haley Kyoko to the White House, to the D.C. I let them know. This is what matters. Yeah, this also matters. I'm obsessed with Haley Kiyoko. Uh, thank you, Haley. I'm happy to lay that track down if you would like. Um, you guys, I'm interrupting your listening to just give you a small club update, which is that unfortunately, due to unforeseen timing issues, there is no July small club. We will be back and better than ever in August. And based on your guys' feedback, I already have the upcoming themes for August, September, and October. I am so excited. If you are not on the small club email list and you would like to be, simply shoot me a DM. And as you guys know, Lucky Scent is the official partner of Smell Club. And if you ever plan to buy any niche fragrances off luckyscent.com, all you have to do to get an additional 10% off is use the code PR, as in perfume room, PR10 at checkout. It's valid on orders over $40. Let's get back to Haley. So tell me about what scent is for you in your personal space. Are you like a candle person? Are you scenting your home? I I was a big candle person. And then I had a couple of like scare moments with the candle where like it would like melt all the way through and then the casing would crack and then I would almost burn my house down. So hmm. now I do incense. Okay which I feel like is a little safer. And I do, um, this is my favorite one from PF Candle Company. Oh, yeah. It's called number 35 Ojai Lavender. Ooh. It's, I'm obsessed. So I light it. It makes, and then I also love um, number 21 Golden Coast. Mm -hmm. Smells so good. And then I light, the, I light them during the day and just like makes me feel very like zen. And that's my new, my new vibe in the house. I do like when I'm like need to like be in work mode, I'll like light a, you know, like a dip tea candle or like something specific. And I'll be like, okay, I'm here and I'm working and this is the vibe. But 
I think for the incense that like just starts my day like right mm-hmm. and makes me feel calm, even if like mentally I'm not very calm. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people use candles for like intentions or like you said, like you'll light a candle if you need to write. I'm curious. This is a little bit of a tangent, but, you know, I think in the last few years, people have gotten into more spirituality things. Did you, um, did you venture into that? Have you, are you in that space at all? And is sent to part of that space at all? So I'm like a big crystal person. I've always been a big crystal person. Um, I had like a head injury in 2015 and crystals like really helped me. So like I have like crystals all over my desk so one would say I'm pretty spiritual Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten into like the lighting of the tall candle things and and the intentions and stuff like that but I'm really into my my crystals and I have them everywhere and I think they definitely help me or if I'm like going through a hard time I'll get like a new crystal and it's just like a good visual reminder I'm a big visual person Mm -hmm. where you look at it and you go oh this is reminding me to take it slow Mm -hmm. or take deep breaths or you know x y and z okay so how do you separate I guess you are your hue through and through I was gonna say like do you separate scents for different occasions but it seems like Hughes the Hughes the moment. I'm pretty con- yeah. I Hughes the moment, and I think what's consistent of me is that I'm consistent mm-hmm. and loyal. And like when I like like when I buy a shirt, like a new shirt, mm-hmm. I'll wear it every day for like <laughs> weeks. Nice. Like I just like commit. You know, I'm very black and white. Mm-hmm. I'm very like this is this is the moment. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's where my passion and my drive comes from. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is obviously uh, showcased throughout, you know, my brands and products. And, you know, he was the moment for a very long time until it's not. He was the moment and the moment is eternity. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with, you know, music and songwriting and directing my own music videos. It's like I hope to create art that people can go back to Mm -hmm. whenever wherever, all the time. And that moment is forever. And that comfort is forever. And I think that that's a big red thread throughout everything I do. Well, speaking of music videos that you direct, For the Girls music video recently came out and that was the big girlfriend reveal that you and Becca Tilly have been dating for several years. One, congrats. How exciting. Thank you. And two, how did you guys decide to, I mean, obviously I know she was a contestant on The Bachelor, so I love the whole, like, h- how did that whole thing come about, about doing the video reveal? It it came together really naturally, you know. I, she always joked about wanting to be, like, one of my music video girls and would, like, fake audition for, like, roles and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but she gave me the idea of doing like a bachelor themed music video. And I was like, I love that idea. And so obviously I went to produce it and direct it. And then as we were doing it, we were kind of like, would be really funny if you just, we kind of said it as a joke, like, Oh my gosh. And then like Becca shows up and like another limo, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and then she was like, I'm down. Like we could do that. And I was like, you down? She was like, yeah. I was like, okay, we didn't really talk about it too much. And I planned it out and said, this is your call time. And 
we just went for it. So we didn't overthink it too much. And I'm really proud of her. You know, we've been together for four years and, you know, everyone has their own journey. And I'm just really happy that she felt comfortable and safe and that her community and her fans, you know, uh, gave her the open arms and love and support that everyone deserves. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy she's happy. Was Becca a love spell girly? I gotta believe that she wore a love spell. <laughs> so she's loyal. She loves Hugh. So she does wear Hugh. And I'm not just saying that. She does wear Hugh. She also is different for me. She wears perfume at different times. So she does wear another 13 La Lava. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot. Okay. So that's like a go-to. I think there's one. There's a glossy Glossier mm-hmm. scent. Is there only one scent? Mm-hmm. It's Glossier U. Okay. Yeah. She also wears that. So she switches between those three. You know, it's interesting because I would say that those are in the Scorpio wheelhouse. So interesting. You're kidding that me. Those are, I mean, You're kidding. I mean, these are just my opinions, <laughs> but um, I would say that Scorpios go for sort of like musky, enigmatic like you're kind of like you perceive it and you can't can't put your finger on it because I feel like I feel like people think that Scorpios are going to go for like something that smells like smoke and soot and tobacco but I think they're going to go for like a lighter skin scent where you're like what am I what is that yeah it's like ever evolving Mm -hmm. I'm like oh is it I get like a little hint of this and a little hint of that and it's like oh it's the same perfume but it 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 kind of like evolves and transitions and changes Wow. I love this. Yeah. I love this conversation. I could talk about signs and perfume yeah. all day long. Hey, if you want to, if you want to get Becca in here and talk about fragrance, I mean, I can, I <laughs> she have, would love I have that. nothing, yeah. um, for no formal training on astrology, but I can talk out of my ass about it. So we love that. Yeah. That's the type of content we're, we're here for. Um, when did you start doing like the directing side of your music? Have you always directed and produced everything as well as, you know, writing and singing? I've directed all my videos since 2015. That's amazing. So a very long time. And um, obviously, I feel like a lot of us find our path through like necessity. Mm -hmm. And I um, just was at a place in my career where I couldn't afford the directors I wanted or they were unavailable. And, um, and I had a friend encourage me to, to just do it because I have always directed and always been a storyteller. And I think a lot of us, you know, and as women, like we just like, we just need like someone to say like, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Oh yeah, of course I can do it. What are you talking about? And, um, and so I was really grateful for that conversation I had in 2015. And um, yeah, I love directing. I love storytelling. And my goal is to obviously go into features and, and TV and continue to do music and have awesome perfume as well and uh, just continue to create in many mediums. That's amazing. And I look forward to all the upcoming amazing things in your future. And we do have a final segment of the show, which is Rapid okay. Fire Scent Association. Mm, what's that smell? Okay, so basically okay. I will call out a different place, person, thing, whatever. And you tell me the first smell that, mm. that comes to mind. So okay. are you ready to play? What's that smell? I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure, but I'm I'm up for the challenge. Haley, what is the smell of California? (laughs) I wanted to say sunshine, but I don't think sunshine is a smell. No, that's an answer. (laughs) I'll just tell you what my brain thinks of, even if it's not a scent. You guys can imagine it's a scent. The smell of sunshine. Yeah, I think that's a scent. Yeah. Okay. What is the smell of your childhood home? Mm, Well, I initially think of our, I had green carpet. We, we had green carpet everywhere in the house. So I was trying to think of what green carpet smells like. Mm. It's like kind of cozy, maybe a little bit of soy sauce because my mom was always cooking like Japanese food. So like a combination of like green carpet, cozy soy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Thanks. Unconventional answers here. These are these are the right answers. Where did you grow up, by the way? Los Angeles. Well, I grew up in... Like close to Agora Hills. Okay. What is the smell of Agora Hills? Horsey. <laughs> There's a lot of horses. Like <laughs> horse poop. Or, would there ever be a horse poop scent in in the Haley Kyoko line future? Uh, no, unfortunately. Though some people are comforted by it, but yeah. not for me. Okay. If you yeah. were to make another um, another Haley Kyoko fragrance, what mm-hmm. what's inspiring you right now? I'm thinking like green. Green. Like, I don't know what that means, but I'm thinking something in the green world, whether it's like, I don't know, I just think of like sea moss, like something naturey, mm-hmm. like something in that space. Carpet. <laughs> green carpet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just like when I think of green carpet, like my favorite memories growing up is coming back from school and like the sun would hit the carpet and we would just take a nap on the ground on the green carpet that's beautiful after school instead of doing our homework <laughs> that's you gotta have a carpet nap I mean in the sun yeah that's perfect the carpet naps are the best carpet naps are the only naps okay what is the yes. smell of love I think something fruity hmm. like a rose craftivity type thing um yeah I'd say a special rose rose craftivity beautiful um okay and the final question what is the smell of Haley Kyoko like, what does Haley Kyoko smell like? Or what is the smell of Haley Kyoko? I leave that to you. Would the answer be different? I'm just delaying. Okay? Actually, let's answer both. Let's answer both. What is the smell of Haley Kyoko? <laughs> but then tell me what does Haley Kyoko smell like? The smell of Haley Kyoko is confidence, something with confidence. But now, what does Haley uh, Kyoko smell like? <laughs> Cornflakes. <laughs> Got it. I love that. What do you think Haley Kyoko smells like? Um, I was gonna say cornflakes. That was uh, before you told me that was like. No, before I said that. What is the smell of Haley Kyoko? Hmm. Do you want me to give it a? F- According uh, to Emma. Well, obviously, my mind goes to Hugh, and now I know you like you like scents like that. So, would it be just like mm-hmm. knowing what you wear, or just like what? perfume I would scent for you if I didn't know anything I know that one you see how this you see how this question can be complicated yeah I asked the hard questions yeah (laughs) I'm asking you the hard questions okay okay. if I didn't know anything about the fragrances that you wore or like what what taste you had that's what I want to know okay yeah and I'm trying to think of like a specific perfume hmm She's in the hot seat now, folks. I think I would do something that has like one distinct powerful note 
Um, so like this is not the fragrance I would pick, but like the first thing that came to my mind is like Tom Ford Lost Cherry, for example, has just like this like powerhouse cherry note. Like I would pick a note where like there's like one thing that is just like super dominant. Mm -hmm. And also that's red. Maybe I would pick Lost Cherry. I don't know. That could, Have you smelled that? No, but I'm going to go find it now. Yeah, maybe I would. Airport. Okay, maybe I'd pick Tom Ford Lost Cherry. That would be the scent of Haley Kyoko. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. So, Haley, um, before you go, tell us. I know you're going on tour this summer. Mm -hmm. Tell us more. Um, yes, I'm going on tour with Lauv in August and September across the U.S. Very excited. I've got my album Panorama coming out July 29th. Amazing. Very, very excited. It's been long overdue. So excited to share that with you guys. And I'll be playing some of the new music on tour. And then, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be touring some more and be able to go overseas. And I'm really excited to see everyone in person. And I mean, it's been four years since my, my first album, which is crazy. And, uh, here we are. Second album. Here we are. Amazing. And you've already released yeah. some of the singles and they are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, we have Found My Friends is out, Chance is out, and then I released For the Girls that we talked about earlier. And then I released Deep in the Woods, which is a really awesome song. <laughs> Has like Twilight energy to it, which is really fun. The video too. And, it uh, feels like it feels like Yeah, Twilight. we did like a little like queer Twilight vibe. <laughs> And, um, and yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear the rest of the album. For everyone listening, I will link the tour dates in the notes of this episode. So go check out Haley in a city near you. Haley, thank you so very, very much for your time. I ask every guest this, but I'm sure everyone already follows you. Where can people follow you if they do not already? Um, on the interwebs, Haley Kyoko. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you, Emma. Yeah. This was so fun. Perfume Room is edited by Wyatt Peak. Music is by Max Vernon. And illustrations are by Israel Rodriguez. 